shit together. Okay, okay. <laughs> Woo. Ah. <laughs> Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic Eric wow. Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight, we have the honor, <laughs> privilege, and duty to speak of To Coin a Heart. I feel like mostly duty. second to last episode of season three. Incredible. Incredible. Duty. Not the episode. Duty. <laughs> Our duty. <laughs> it's duty on the rug. Yeah. Uh, let's find out what happened in this episode in a segment we like to call the Minute Max, where we try to sum up the plot of the episode in 60 seconds, starting with Joe. Oh, I'm starting again? <laughs> what? Really? Mm-hmm. I thought... I, wow. I didn't realize. <laughs> Oops. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, right, right? What did happen? Okay. Yeah, All right. <clears throat> to coin a heart. Okay, Max breaks open his ceramic piggy bank and he finds a an Indian <laughs> head penny, in quotes. I wouldn't call it that, but the episode called it that, so I have to call it that. And then Jonathan tells him <laughs> that he'll get uh, it appraised by the coin collector that works in his office, I think, weirdly, uh, that we've never met before. Uh, and they, on the way f- with the coin collector to get it appraised, they they run into the the blind woman that sells flowers outside of his office which we've also never met and not sure where rose is but okay whatever uh anyways the coin there's another coin that gets stolen from the appraiser that's like a grail and that gets dropped into the blind woman's tip jar which then gets jennifer into jennifer's purse so the evil guys are trying to get jennifer they chase her down they try to find the coin it almost gets put in a parking meter. They end up in a carousel where like the this other woman all along was Ronald Reagan's daughter in real life was planning <laughs> to <laughs> s- steal this coin, but Jonathan outsmarts her. The end. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I feel like I missed a lot in the middle. Uh, okay. I don't think you did, okay. actually. <laughs> no, I don't know that you did. Hmm. All right. To coin a heart. Okay, so let's start with the actual important information in this episode, which is that the hearts are having the world's ugliest trellis <laughs> built by some really loud and borderline incompetent carpenters. Um, so that's important. There's a coin collector who I think is 3,000 years old. He gets murdered by two men of hench, question mark, and then things just go berserk. The blind lady that sells fake-ish flowers mm-hmm. gets tangled up in it. She hands off somebody's quote-unquote lucky piece and then Jennifer has it and then she doesn't have it and then um, the men of Hench, one of them jumps in front of Max's speeding car and then he's like <laughs> he's really incoherent and then uh, it turns out that the niece who doesn't give a shit that her really old uncle was murdered and the uncle's creepy partner who's hitting her like, I thought we would get married, blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, bitch. I pulled a scam on the Vatican and everybody else and <laughs> there's going to be a crazy scene on the carousel. Strangers in a train. <laughs> mm. Wow, nicely wow. done. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't think I can add anything to that, but I'm going to try. <laughs> Talk more about the blind lady. I'm going to talk more about Hannah. We are clearly obsessed about her. Okay. To yeah. coin a heart. Uh, this 3,000-year-old man has a, <laughs> a very rare coin that belongs to the Vatican, and the bad guy from The Legend of Billie Jean and his oh my God, friend oh my 
they <laughs> kill him and t- and take the coin. But the guy before he dies, he trips the alarm in the building, and they have to drop that coin in the blind lady who sells fake fl- fake flowers coin cup uh (laughs) before they're forced to go back into the building uh jennifer who shows up later buys fake buys a fake flower or fake flowers and then gets change which includes that coin that coin is part of a five coin set that the vatican owns that uh represent the five senses uh anyway the niece of the coin collector man is there she's miserable from start to finish uh, the, the coin collector's <laughs> partner says, I thought we would get married. And she was like, no, really take a hint. I'm not interested in you. Anyway, she's the bad guy. And, uh, that's it. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I, yeah, God. I, I couldn't do it, but I, I know some people that can. Oh shit. Uh, it right. is the Sisler family playhouse. <laughs> playhouse. Here we go. So Jenny, what's the Sisler family playhouse doing tonight? I'm so glad you asked. Originally recorded July 11th, 2021, to coin a heart. Max finds an Indian head penny. Jonathan takes it to a fossilized coin dealer for an appraisal. Oh, no, darling. Someone shot Rose in the head, and now she's blind. No, darling, that's Hannah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Two men sans hench try to steal a fancy coin called the Balotza Chalice, but end up making a withdrawal from the blood bank. Oh, sorry, but I gave your fancy coin to the pretty redhead who solves crimes for their husband. Is that a problem? Walter's partner, Alan, and Ronald Reagan's daughter discuss the Balotza Chalice while American flips the channel to Zane elsewhere. While dining at the restaurant, Jennifer gets threatened at gunpoint, goes a little nuts, and ends up in her friend's episode 12 years early. As always, sexy, sexy time gets interrupted by a bad guy beatdown. Now a word from President Reagan. Well, Nancy, our daughter's a bitch. <laughs> Bye guy confrontation time. Go ahead and shoot her. I voted for Carter. One punch, Jonathan saves the day yet again. In the spirit of filling his piggy bank, Max employs the hearts to oink. It's senseless. The end. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you, Sisler wow. Family Playhouse. Yeah. Um, you two are just killing it. You're killing it. You're yeah. you're. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah. that's the end of the episode. I guess. I mean, yeah, what else I mean, is there to say? Really Ratings? Know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all done. Okay. Um. My God, I knew I had seen that man of hench before. Yes. I, how could I forget about the Legend of Billie Jean? The my Legend of Billie god. Jean is one of my. How many times did I see that? And- at the dollar movie theater, yes. so many times I watched that movie. I the, don't even know the guy Fieri, bad huh? guy. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've never seen that. Um, the okay. I I feel like even though this is just jumping in in a weird place, I really want to talk about the men of Hench hmm. for this episode. So Which was a case, twist. Yeah. In case none of our Minute Maxes drove this point home successfully. The niece purchased the coin and then was selling it to people, stealing it back. She was, she was selling she was pro- it. She was selling it, not actually giving them the coin to some of the people, promising it, taking the payment, and fucking them all out of it. I don't know what her how she was going to end this scam exactly, <laughs> but so she's doing that in between going to the Sorbonne um, and betraying her now dead uncle. But so that's her game, right? It's confusing. Mm -hmm. But anyways, so she has these men of hench. But this episode has something that Joe normally begs for, which is you have no idea who is doing fucking what. Mm. Who are the actual criminals? You only see the men of hench. They're clearly just men of hench. 
But there is something so weird about these men of Hench. One of them is 88 feet tall <laughs> and sneezes constantly mm-hmm. to the point where it is a storyline that yet never really quite circles back to make any sense or have any value. Yeah. It's not like he sneezes and they're like, it's the super tall man of Hench hiding behind that palm tree or something like that. <laughs> it never circles back. Also, the super tall man of Hench is guttural at best. I think I flatter his diction to call it guttural. <laughs> he can barely speak, which is weird, and made worse by the allergy storyline or whatever. So then it's just like he's really tall. You can't understand a single fucking word he is saying. And he is just kind of gross, mm-hmm. like blowing his nose the whole time. So everything about him is pretty well disgusting. And then the other guy, Legend Billy Jean guy is just like the most flatly affected, sinister dude ever. Yeah. But he has white hair like the guy that played Larry Tate on Bewitched. And then <laughs> super, super dark, like evil Count Dracula looking eyebrows and glittery black eyes. And it's just as a combination. I don't know if it was just really, really working, like to the point where I would watch a show with just the two of them on it. I was disappointed because I couldn't think of a funny nickname like like Snake Eyes and Sneezy didn't seem as fun <laughs> as like Knife and Ottoman. Yeah. You know, they're just they just were I couldn't decide if I found them so amazing that I wanted just to watch them just fumble their way gutturally and sinisterly through life or like if they were roommates or like it'd be funny if they lived in like the odd couple or something, but they were criminals. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I had a lot of, just a lot of confusing feelings about the men of Hench, but it's been a while since I feel like we had really solid men of Hench. And while these two are really weird, I have to give it to them. Also, they went to the Hart's house, made the carp like, held up the carpenters made them the carpenters give them their clothes and then they fucking physically attacked mrs hart in her own backyard yeah Yeah. i mean that is mega dark for men of hench i mean they were like i'm surprised they didn't try and choke out that blind lady who's clearly just begging (laughs) i wish someone would have so that rolls could come back um she has a name and it's hannah Oh, yeah. Her dog's name is Rip. Because I wrote, who the fuck is Hannah? Where's Hannah, Rose? I wrote, my first note was, Hannah is kind of scary. Oh. <laughs> Hannah seems like she could be the hench person behind it all. And yeah. She could be the mastermind. Definitely. Like, she's, she's like, oh, lucky pieces or whatever. And it's like, is Hannah a witch? She had that weird accent that was she like a cartoon witch. It was like, are you a are you a nineteen forties Boston vamp? Like, yes. what's what is happening? How here? does right? Like, how does she know what color Mrs. Hart's hair is? Yeah, mm. or how does she know pretty. she's a pretty lady with red hair? It's like, yeah, you can touch her face. I'll give you that, <laughs> Hannah. But how do you know her hair's red? You can do the face off thing where you run your hand down someone's face. The, the face waterfalls. <laughs> yeah, face waterfall. <laughs> but that won't tell you what color their hair is. That's true. Unless you have very sensitive fingers. Yeah, depending on your <laughs> <laughs> your insectoid finger <laughs> things. Oh, Miss, that's Mrs. Hart. I think so. Her husband owns the building. Yeah. Oh, These henchmen reminded I just, me. Have I just reached my lowest point where I'm mocking the visually impaired woman? <laughs> I wouldn't say that's your lowest point. Is that your point. lowest point? I don't, I don't think about that. <laughs> it's a mid, no. mid-range point. <laughs> 
The men of That's covered sh- in coming from Mr. Shoot the Children in the Head. <laughs> he immediately reminded me of Guy Fieri. 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 <laughs> yeah. How do you say that? Um, Ferrari. For Guy know. Ferrari. <laughs> Why don't you say it in the same fake Italian accent as the guy from the Vatican? <laughs> Fieri. And then the 1562. Uh, they had a very uh. Uh, home home alone villains or 101 Dalmatian villain. <laughs> yeah, short guy, oh, tall I, guy. I they wish were, it had the they were trying of so Dalmatian. hard to make them like comic relief in some way, and it's, yeah. it was like this isn't wasn't really was it funny. To be comic. I was just like, this is just a straight up disturbing. That scene <laughs> was definitely supposed to be comic. So they. Oh, okay. They try to steal that that whole car chase scene that wasn't really a car chase, but there was very intense music playing for some reason. Not speaking of this with the creepy psycho music that was playing when the old man was just in his office fucking with coins. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. It's like dude, yeah. it was practically the theme to The Exorcist. It was pra- it was like it's just like what's, I was like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? But they steal Jennifer's wallet after this car chase where he gets hit by a car and then runs back to his car. No one's being chased yet. There's very extreme chase music playing. The coins on in there, <laughs> so they go try to get Jennifer at this restaurant and. He's point like, a gun at her. It, forget about it. Yeah, they point a gun at her and try to kidnap her, and they take her outside. <laughs> and this this scene goes on for like twenty minutes, where there's a cop and she's littering, and it's supposed to be really funny. She's foiling these robbers by littering in front of a police officer, who's like, "I'm going to give you a ticket. I'm going to give you a ticket if you keep doing that." And she's and like, keeps "I love going. to litter." And the the other one of the henchmen is just picking all the stuff up like a clown. It's so. It's supposed to be funny, I think, but it was just like, why is this still going on? It took so long for that scene to wrap up. I love her face, though, when she's littering, when she's like beaming ecstatically, she's wearing a good outfit, and she goes, she goes, I'm a litter bug. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to love that scene. I, I loved what she was doing. I yeah. always love it when when Jennifer is like one, one step up on it, and like takes advantage of of a situation, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of wish she would have just kicked the cop. Like I wish she would have gotten herself arrested. <laughs> yeah, totally. Cause that would have been yeah. my Jennifer would have, would have kicked the cop, uh, played mm-hmm. by, uh, veteran <laughs> character oh, yeah. actor, right, Larry, Larry Hankin. It. Yeah. That was amazing. He Larry was, I, I love him. It's great to see him. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, like that, that scene I enjoyed just because I like, I like Jennifer being all like, I'm, I'm in control. And like, I'm the captain now. But uh, mm-hmm. I I really really was like kick him like kick him or punch him or do something that gets you arrested yeah. like that that's how you get out of the situation because after... otherwise this guy just pulled a gun on you yeah. in a crowded restaurant yeah he's got nothing to lose yeah like he wants that goddamn he doesn't coin. give a shit about a parking cop and like <laughs> then she just leaves with Max after that she, she does. doesn't even, the, she lets the cop go and just leaves and kind of acts normal I don't even know if she tells Max about what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> he seems That's, pretty normal in the next scene, too. Also, Max also blows everything by immediately saying, Hey, look at this shiny yeah. coin that <laughs> this I, coin found. I just found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this episode is was kind of, I don't know if it's just this week I'm having. Mm. This episode's just kind of exhausting. Mm-hmm. I felt so exhausted at the end of it. I just wanted the, tre- the trellis to just. Self immolate. <laughs> I just wanted cool. it to spontaneously combust so that I wouldn't have to look at or hear anything 
else about the trellis, <laughs> even though it was the entree for somebody getting assaulted in their own backyard. That was crazy. That I was crazy. Love the trellis fight scene because you could tell they were reaching their hands out to rip more of the trellis down. Yes. Every chance they got, they were bashing the trellis. The director told them definitely take all of the trellis down as you fight. It's so the insane. entire point of the trellis being there was to be destroyed was to by destroy bodies. It, yeah. The trellis looked like the set of the newlywed game. <laughs> it did. Oh, it yeah. did. <laughs> I feel like I was like, what is this reminding me of? What is this? And then I was like, oh shit. Trillis. Yeah, but the gong show too. Didn't Trillis the gong show archways. also have like weird trellises <laughs> and shit? And let's make a deal. Holy like, shit. Oh my God. Why are there so many prop trellises? <laughs> that was just horrifying. Um, I did like the fact, I liked the twist of the niece, the evil niece. I liked it too. Kind of like sinister. I liked her outfits. I always liked that Patty Davis basically told her parents to fuck off and die, as should everyone have mm. done. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I thought she was good. She was just, just dark. She was miserable from the time yeah. she shows up on screen. Dark. Like, just, yeah. And not like, I'm sad my uncle's dead, miserable. Just no. like, I am so disgusted to be talking to everyone that I am talking to right now, especially Alan, Mm -hmm. who, Alan, please take a Please take Take a hint, hint, Alan. Please take a hint. That was one of the most uncomfortable scenes in a Heart Darn episode yet, where he's like, well, at at Christmas, Christmas. (laughs) we got close. It's like, yeah. Uh, I was home. I was drunk. It was Christmas. I, you were you were available. Like whatever. It, it didn't mean like, anything, right? Like what could possibly? She didn't fuck Alan. I don't know what happened. Like, oh, she one hundred percent fucked Alan. <laughs> I don't think she did. She totally did. It was a drunken Christmas like favor. Mm. Like it was it was a Christmas miracle for Alan. <laughs> but that's like the. I, o- I that- did like that that they gave you. The impression that Alan was the criminal. Yeah, he was creepy. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, they like they went totally. all in on it. They, on it might be Alan, you guys. And I was like, is it Alan? Mm-hmm. They buried that lead, and we got to discover it along with the hearts, which was great. The other mm-hmm. thing I liked about these villains is that nobody really wanted to kill anybody. The they didn't mean to kill the yeah. old the thousand year old man with the coins in the beginning. He just bops him in the back, obviously. Yeah, it said hi You believe. shouldn't do that <laughs> to a thousand year old man, especially a coin collector. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the strongest. Right. And then and then glittery eyes like berates him sound like, Oh, you're about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't want it. and like, she especially don't do it again. She's like, I don't want anyone to get hurt this time. It's like, who gives a shit? Like your uncle's dead, Laura. Yeah. You should if you're smart, you're gonna have him kill Alan because that guy is annoying. Yeah, he's yeah. annoying. But she didn't want anybody Tell to get hurt. To even Alan. she felt real remorse. I mean, even though she was a villain, she was trying to hustle everybody with that stupid coin. Yeah, she felt some real remorse by the end of the episode. She was just a thief. Like she was just. She was a, a con person. Like she wasn't. She wasn't a murderess. Yeah, she was uh, pulling off crimes that were a little out of her league. I think like mm-hmm. it, she just got in too deep. She thought she could pull it off a little better than she did. But if I was her, I would have them kill Alan. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Alan was 
Gross. I just was kind of refreshed that because usually the the heart to heart villain is so ready to murder every single person in the room. They will murder you for looking at them wrong. They will they will happily murder so many people. <laughs> and this one, it was nice that nobody they didn't want anybody to get murdered. It just got out of hand, and I don't know. It made them more human, I guess, in a way, yeah. which I liked. You both knew that she was a Reagan right away because that blew my mind. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. That. I did not know that. Oh, you didn't oh. know that? Okay. She's very recognizable to me. Yeah, uh, that was crazy. I didn't even know that Reagan's daughter. Love was those an Reagan actor. kids. Oh, yeah, love followed Reagan. in her. Love the, both of them. Both of them actually. Yeah. Well, well Reagan was in. And no, her right. mom was star. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but but is super liberal. They're apparently both very progressive. Both yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. She kind of set the tone. She wrote. She wrote the book that was like, you know what, you guys, fuck my parents. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know what, you guys. I thought she, I thought she was really good. I That's felt the like title of the book. <laughs> fuck my pretty p- much. You know what, guys. Dot dot dot. I yeah. I I just her her entire character was just like so fed up with everybody around her at all times like there was never she never once smiled she never once gave any sort of like like she never showed any interest in anybody well she was mourning her uncle in the when the very first time we see see her i don't buy that (laughs) i don't buy that at all like people don't really mourn people in heart to heart universe it's i i almost wish there was a little bit more of her Mm -hmm. like i i loved it when the twist arrives and we find out that she's she is the villain and the two uh Fieri and Costello are the are the henchmen. Like that was really cool. But call them snake eyes and sneezy. (laughs) Sneezy Hmm. and sneezy and cruel. Uh but I I just I wanted more. Like I just wanted I wanted her to I don't know. I think I I want my villains to be more Karen. Uh I think I want I want Uh, or or what's her name from Alexander the Grape. He wasn't sinking her teeth into it the way that some yeah. some of our villainesses do, but I sort of loved it. It was very low key, and that made it pretty evil. I have to say, like yeah. she's just like flat thing where she's just like, uh, and she just was, I don't know, she was cold. Mm-hmm. She was very cold. But, but I kind of liked that it wasn't cartoonish. Like it was just a very low key, low grade evil sort of thing that just passed through it. But I did, of course love the fight scene on the carousel because like i said my minute max i love the carousel scene in strange on a train which i think is one of the craziest movie scenes of all time there i said it of all time (laughs) i think that the carousel fight is just so wild i almost can't believe it every time i watch that movie which i do maybe more than is normal (laughs) i am just blown away every time it's so thrilling and crazy and unexpected it is not so and so this one i was like yes yes where's the old man that's gonna crawl underneath the thing <laughs> right I, I mean i was confused ugh. about why we were at a carousel did they ever explain or is that just, it was was just like a, a landmark to meet at was a handoff moment but it was well it was because of strangers on the train but <laughs> oh. yeah, i mean there's the carousel turns up as a meeting place a fair amount and yeah well in all movies and television zero times in real life but multiple <laughs> times in heart to heart 
I wanted, I have a rewrite for the carousel scene where the coin somehow gets into, you know, the ring that you have to grab. Yes. And then they're Mm -hmm. all riding the horses, trying to grab the ring, shooting (laughs) at each other as if it's a chase, but they're all in a carousel. Mm -hmm. I like that. Trying to grab the coin out of the little ring dispenser thing. That's good. (laughs) I thought that would have been really funny. I mean, it's disappointing to me, any carousel scene that doesn't end with the carousel flying off its axis and killing like (laughs) a bunch of people. And rolling into traffic. (laughs) Yeah, rolling all over <laughs> like, like, in a, children and like Fast and Furious <laughs> yeah. 10 has to have like a carousel yeah. that just rolls out into yeah. traffic that carousel has NOS <laughs> so it goes super fast I felt like they were kind of doing like folding a lot of strangers in the train into that final scene because when Jonathan and um, what's his face Guy uh, Fieri when they're cho- yeah I don't know how to say that guy's name when, they, when they're like choking each other they do the close-ups of their faces, and that's very strange on, on a train as well. That's yes. very tunnel of love. That felt classic Crazy film. Murder. When they showed Guy Ferrari and his hair was blowing in the wind of the carousel, mm-hmm. it was very framed yeah. shot, very well lit. But and they're like, like trying to choke each other. So and, I I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. The thing that Jonathan sees a little booth that sits next to the carousel is going to bonk Jonathan in the head. <laughs> What's the most that would do is like hurt a little bit. I don't uh, even think, think it would knock well, you out. The, the carousel was going kind of fast at that moment. I, mean, I don't it, know. It would hurt. It would hurt plenty. It would, it would hurt. <laughs> it might even I think break it would your hurt. Neck. It would kill. Yeah, it might. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, oh. Do we consider a carousel a moving vehicle? <laughs> yes. Because this is the first time we've seen Jonathan like standing on a moving vehicle in quite a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of true. And he jumped off of the moving vehicle and was suddenly True. wearing an interesting wig. But um, that's, <laughs> that's movie magic, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd leap through the air. He also, oh, the trellis fight. He leapt he onto leapt. Costello. He like is he, a panther. He yeah. panther leapt onto Costello, even though Costello was holding Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, he still did. Yeah. And he then the other guy, panther. the other guy panthers onto Jonathan. Yeah, it was, that. it yeah. was. That was a really good fight scene. And then they throw each other through <laughs> lattice agree. for the next 10 minutes. It's like a super intense, super dark fight scene. That yeah. with the carousel. Like when they, By the time we got to the carousel, I was like, well, this scene has made the other eight hours of this episode totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the seventh hour really yeah. <laughs> clinches. They really pull it out. The, la- the lattice hour. <laughs> <laughs> the lattice hour? <laughs> um, yeah, that they oh were just... Oh, my God panthering all over each other in there and it is dark because it's in their house i think and we haven't Mm. that feels so close to home i think whenever something happens in that's fucked up yeah Yeah, like you go to their house yeah so fucked up that's messed up and they're just attacking them they're not even asking they're not even trying to find the coin they're just uh, physically attacking them (laughs) they're not even sneaking around looking for the coin at all really aggressive yeah this the the plot of this episode felt very close to rhinestone hearts for me where or what's the chocolate heart episode (laughs) chocolate hearts is it called chocolate hearts (laughs) what was that called love hearts of love or something like that Sweethearts. I I have all of this ice cream. <laughs> but it's the the hearts. Let's negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> the hearts. Uh, they get an item oh that a villain wants, and they unwittingly unwittingly just have this item, 
That's yeah. rhinestone hearts, right? Didn't that exact thing happen in rhinestone? Or the stamp one. The stamp. Or, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they're just rehashing. Shit happens. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to rehash full episodes. That's well, this is like one of their plots, though. One of the archetypes is the hearts unwittingly have an item that somebody wants. Well, yeah, and I mean, the, like the safe... other thing is that when you're watching this in 1982 or 1981 or 1982, whatever, you're not able, like you're not sitting there like, that's weird. Yeah. Two seasons ago, they had the whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like you fucking just can't even. Like you uh-huh. can only just remember like, I really liked that one episode, but that's pretty much it. Uh-huh. Like that's you're true. done. You can't see anything so in your tube all, all TV. Of the, all of the intense scrutiny that we apply, it just is not, was not happening. <laughs> but I will not stop applying it. No, it's our, it's, <laughs> oh, it's our, it's our literal job. <laughs> I know. Um, there was a scene when the guy, the, the bad guy calls Jonathan and he does this sort of like fake out cool guy thing where he says, no, you haven't been too much of a nuisance under the circumstances. What do you want? <laughs> and he just flies through that. And it was so funny to me. Like, why are you doing that? I am a million percent going to do that the next time somebody calls me. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's totally cool. What the fuck is, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Anytime anyone calls me on the phone, that's that's my response. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been too much of a nuisance under the circumstances. What do you want? <laughs> hey, are you busy? No, I'm not busy. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and then when he he hangs up the phone and the hearts are at their home bar and it looks like they're eating a, a dip bolt plate oh. with spinach dip in the middle and peanuts mm-hmm. around the outside. That's, I I had goldfish so crackers and dip. Like I thought it was just yeah, a giant was, bowl of goldfish crackers. Oh yeah, and I was like, that's not a dip no, cracker. It's not a dipping cracker. I was like thinking, this makes me feel better about some of the weird shit I eat. <laughs> You eat it with a spoon. <laughs> you you spoon. Well, some just goldfish. where it's like when you're kind of like just pulling something together out of the weird, random loose ends that happen in your kitchen. Say, yeah. yes. say there's been a pandemic, um, <laughs> and it's just like, well, what is it? Nineteen twenty. Guess that's good. Or where you're eating it, and then like halfway through, you're like, what the fuck am I doing right now? <laughs> Like, I think that that's the meal they were having. They were having like it was a what the fuck are we eating right now? Like yeah. somebody didn't think this through. This is not yeah interesting. I like that it would have to be an invert dip. You'd have to put your finger in the dip and then dip that into the goldfish crackers to stick that, a bunch uh, on and then suck it off your finger. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way. It's you like eat a that. a fun dip kind of situation. Yeah, I'm into like this. Dear hearts, just do just do take out from the restaurant yeah. <laughs> or, or or order Pompeii. Pompeii or Pompeii. It will leave you. Their in pizza ruins. is so good it'll leave you in ruins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because goldfish and spinach dip will also leave you in ruins. That's yeah. I was. I did have that thought. I was like, you're either you're either being very dainty with your dipping, <laughs> yeah, or you yeah. have a spoon. <laughs> I love that we all notice this dip cracker situation. <laughs> yeah. it was, well, it was a lot. Well, I'm always like, just hoping it's pate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't with no, the big it was dog food. Weird can. spinach dip. It was spinach dip too. Because yeah. I was like, I was trying to yeah. figure out what that was. I just yeah, I stared at it the whole take. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> That's really funny. Me too. I always stare at whatever they're eating. It's always weird. It's like, bring back the mixing bowls of chocolate chip cookies. Yes. That's all I ask. There doesn't need to be a stray kid. Yeah. 
How about when Jonathan arrives at the carousel and then opens the door with Chez's <gasps> frosted glass? I and love then that. Stops, looks through the door, and then smashes the, a man through the glass. I thought that was so I good. Love that. I thought yes. it was so great. I love that. So I good. would watch that over and over and over uh-huh. again. I wish we couldn't see the guy's arm. Like, I wish that, yeah. that you he just like instinctively knew to do that or like he noticed and the audience doesn't yeah and then he mm-hmm. smashes it and it's like a surprise to us yeah he that would have been so ra- i was still i thought it was great how it played out but it would have been neat mm-hmm. if it was a surprise yeah what's like that the uh, the rug pulling out remember that yes bit? <laughs> this i think this would have been great <laughs> If Jonathan Jonathan enters the room and then stops, but you don't know why, and he closes the door fully, takes a beat, and then smashes the door open. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been really, really great. Uh, I just want to throw people through glass doors more often. Yeah, yes. there should be more. I like that. Less lattice, more glass, please. Yes. Glass yeah, over lattice any day. Or glass lattice. <laughs> Gladys. Gladys. Gladys sells uh, cigars somewhere in the arts industry. <laughs> but Gladys is deaf. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, Hannah. Speaking of smashing glass, I have a rewrite for the freeze frame of the episode. When Max brings out, at the end of the episode, Max brings out this giant piggy bank and yes. sets it on their glass table in between them. And I think this has something to do with wanting an M80 in a glass candle because I wanted the freeze frame to be Max bringing out a sledgehammer and then smashing the the pig on the glass table. And then the freeze frame is glass flying everywhere and the hearts like guarding their eyes from all the glass flying. What everywhere. is going on? It's a rewrite. <laughs> I really well, that's almost what happened. I mean, Max destroys three porcelain, two. Scu- two por- porcelain sculptures. Yeah. On the dinner table, like on the kitchen table, yeah. mm. which is also made of glass, with a hammer, uh-huh. and he doesn't just like crack it open. He pounds the shit out of those things. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what? I don't know. Do you think it's like like coins are stuck to the sides of the porcelain? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He just loves that money. He also, that this money. Is, this is before. Uh, Piggy Banks had like the little stopper at the bottom, I guess, where you could just open it and shake it oh, out. Yeah, because this is a porcelain sculpture. Like. Fuck the person who invented that por- that stopper. That but cork. that's the reason that they're porcelain. Is yeah, to, yeah. You're supposed you're to do that to break them. I guess maybe that was like an '80s. Yeah, it's like the fun of, part of having one of those. Yeah. but usually yeah. there'd be a bunch of dollar bills in there too that you wadded up yeah. if you're a smart investor. <laughs> and then we learned also that Freeway had a new level of like sentience where he oh, was yeah. just full on a human almost. And yeah, Freeway was a, was basically a child <laughs> this episode. Yeah, he had his own piggy bake. But thank own, God not a child. His piggy bake with two cats on top of a doghouse. Was that supposed to be like a taunt? Yeah, it was like, yeah. Was it, was it cats? I thought it was children. It was two cats. No. It was two cats that were kind of looking at each other like, mm, we're going to fuck this dog. <laughs> we're going to fuck this dog. <laughs> weird. We're going to boink this dog that? senseless. <laughs> yeah, where, where, where I'm sure the hearts were like, we're looking for a piggy bank for our dog. Yeah. Why does Freeway have it? And does Freeway have like, an allowance? I have just a thing. Where's that well, money coming how does from? Freeway, yeah. How does Freeway earn? Yeah. I don't know. But he, def- he, he knew to hold out for the fin. 
when, and, uh, yeah, when he was, Max was giving out the bills. He knew what Max was doing, and he was super upset about it, and he whines, and then he runs off, and Max breaks open the thing like an asshole. I did not like that moment. But then he come, uh, Freeway comes back, and Max gives him $6, and Freeway <laughs> takes it. He's like, for a date with your girlfriend, and then he takes it and runs away, and it's like, what? This like is free, freeway gets dividends. There, yeah. there were obviously studio notes saying we need more freeway. Like people seem to like freeway. Yeah, please use freeway more. And in this one, they made him. Well, he he sat at the table with the hearts, which I loved. Mm-hmm. I also love that Jonathan gave him a kiss goodbye when he left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's into money, mm-hmm. and he's kind of <laughs> weirded out by his parents making out in front of him. Like there was. Oh, yeah. scene where he walks into the living room oh, when yeah. the hearts are making out and he's like ew gross uh-huh. I'm guessing the studio notes are more like people can't relate to the hearts because they don't have children mm-hmm. you are Let's right make freeway into a, ch- a human child mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I don't we don't we want more freeway we want more freeway just being a dog yeah I, I want think. more dog freeway yeah not- like I still d- freeway the uh, heart what was a homemade murder <laughs> when freeway is just playing with that Dumbbell mm-hmm. that has the thing in it. Uh, oh, that's yeah. that was like the best freeway. And then yet. he <laughs> just stares at them while yes. they're like, "Get the get the tweezers. Yeah. Get the, get the nail clippers. Get the nail clippers." Uh huh. Or isn't anybody gonna play with me? Yeah. I have this awesome toy. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I guess what we have really just learned is that when freeway's just being a dog, he's no help at all. He's busy getting kidnapped on the golf course. He's busy mm. like becoming addicted to. Uh, poison dog food you know like he is finding guns and like running all over the place yeah. you know freeway needs needed to wise up yeah he needed to become and a human. i support anything that replaces the human children that sometimes appear on heart to heart with freeway i agree i like i like i prefer this definitely to human children mm-hmm. the real question is is Susie still freeway's girlfriend did max said Susie? i think right or no didn't Did he, he mention so he said take your he said, "Take your poodle girlfriend." Oh, yeah, Susie's yeah. not a poodle. Susie's not a poodle. Oh, she's so not. Ooh, either. either <laughs> Ouch, Susie. Either Freeway's stepping out, yeah. or they broke up. Susie, Susie might have moved. I think Susie probably moved. Why, when they're coming home in uh, midway through the episode, does Max tell Jonathan that he's going to slip into something more comfortable? <laughs> <laughs> because they were about to fuck. I guess. That just seemed very strange. <laughs> I thought it was cute. I thought it was just a cute, cute toss <laughs> off line. Playful, I did too. Just a little playful at home. <laughs> at home with Max. <laughs> oh, what did you think of, of Costello's plan to uh, just throw himself in front of the Hart's car? Great plan. That's one of the weirdest scenes I've ever seen in Heart to Heart. He jumps out to the all, road. All, Don't worry about it. Uh, no, uh. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, uh, I took. I took worse than this when I played for the Steelers. <laughs> did he say that? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. What the fuck? I don't know. Just like, you're skinny ass. And before he's like, forget Steelers. about it. Forget about it. While he like just goes scarecrowing across the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he, he jumps into the street. The hearts have time to honk at him, <laughs> and then he just like vaults himself onto the hood of the car. And there's all that music playing during this. Scene yes, too. it was aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had somebody pretend that you hit them with your car? I've had someone try. Me too. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. And it was just funny. Just insurance scammers or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was it was just funny because it was like I was at a full stop and there were a bunch <laughs> of people downtown. So it was like you're 
yeah. not getting away with anything. <laughs> yeah, and they knew that just, and they just kind of waved and walked away. <laughs> I was like, just sat in my car and I was like, <sighs> you know, just. <laughs> you really bore me. It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bizarre. dude, come on. It didn't work here either. <laughs> Did they get your special I mean, coin? I guess they got, they got the purse, but. Yeah, they got your coin. <laughs> what do you think Jennifer's yeah. book was about? It was interviews with people. But just like her an, previous oh, that's book. that's right. Okay, so it is just interviews. Mm-hmm. What was the first book called? I don't remember. Oh, no. Oh, why can't I remember? By, what was her maiden name? Jennifer Stevens? Edwards. Edwards. <laughs> Wasn't it like 29 things to... <laughs> reasons to live. Reasons to live. Wasn't that it? Was it? Yeah, it was something like that. Wasn't it? Tw- it was something suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> This book is 30 reasons to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two more reasons to live. Oh my dog, God. dog piggy banks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why you should give your dog an allowance. Trellises, elaborate trellises. <laughs> piggy banks for dog seems like something that Michael Keaton's character in Night Shift would say into his tape recorder. <laughs> right, right before he says the thing about feed mayonnaise to tunas. <laughs> Right, that would be, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Hannah, at the beginning when the alarm starts going off because the guy gets murdered and then <laughs> triggers the alarm, uh, she says something like, "Well, I don't know what's gotten into these people these days. Like as if burglary is a new thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like trending. It's like that was just I something think it was, to say. She was." I think it was because someone was hurt. Someone said, oh, someone must have been hurt. Oh, okay. And she's like, I don't know what's gone into people these days. Yeah, Why can't they just be no one was violent. No one was violent until 1982. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hannah. There, there were no two world wars. There was no... Uh, <laughs> Bring back Rose, I there say. There was no Tulsa race massacre. There was <laughs> yeah. no... <laughs> people weren't violent until 1980. No one 1980. was violent. <laughs> <laughs> into people these days. Yeah. What the hell? Poor <laughs> Hannah. I'm blind. Yeah. yeah, that's, but that's why I, I'm not wearing makeup. <laughs> I, <laughs> what's my excuse? Then I think of what uh, Walter Hampel says, which is he's like, how are you, Hannah? Or, or Jonathan's like, oh, how yeah. are you, Hannah? And she goes, I can't complain. And he goes, oh, I think you can. Yeah, oh, what, that was. <laughs> was he flirting? Was that supposed to be flirty or was that him being a dick? <laughs> I think it's just him being a dick. <laughs> I think. I don't know what he was doing because he was kind of smiley and and he seemed to be throwing some charm at her charm her way. In I don't think he was flirting. I think they're just joking the way that Jonathan three thousand people year olds do. Yeah, <laughs> they were just yeah. they were probably making a point that she was blind just to be sure that the audience knew that she was. Oh, blind. it took me a minute. It took me a minute. Me too. Uh, it took the dog, like the <laughs> the dog when they pet the dog, and I was like, oh, she's blind. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think anyone who could see would try and sell those things. <laughs> <laughs> what I was really trying to figure that out too was like, are they are they carnations? No, they're like puppies. They're like they're for pinatas like or something. Seuss like they're, thing. they were they're they were flowers. a million percent like the kind of shit that as a kid I would ask my parents to buy for me. They were just like so annoying, useless <laughs> yeah. crap. But well, whatever, bomb Hannah, bombs. it's a living. Yeah, yeah, do your thing. They also made it abundantly clear every time that coin switched hands. Remember when Max went to get it out of the purse and there were like, the shot was so long of him taking it out of the purse and then a shot of Max like flipping it in his hand. How else are you going to track it? Yeah. How else are you going to track it? Uh, There's no way to do it. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) 
<laughs> wait, so the chalice coin, the sense was taste? Yes, because it was a cup. Did you kind of want to see the other coins? I, I 100% like, mm-hmm. wanted to see the other coins. I actually, <laughs> I got, too. I got really distracted during the, uh, the Italian breeze to scene. Oh, I was because, distracted. Uh, I was thinking, what it, what well. represents the other senses? Right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, w- but I was also thinking it might be time to pick your poke. <laughs> Mine's the priest. Okay. Of course. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Scraping the bottom of the barrel. Uh. No, he was cute. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, I don't. Nothing. Really? There was no one. Oh, in Guy Ferrari was... was my first one. No, I'm sorry, but Guy Ferrari, after Legend of <laughs> Billie Jean, I cannot look at Guy Ferrari as anything remotely sexual. Really? He is, he is the most abhorrent creep in. Legend of Billie Jean, and he's yeah, so good so at crazy. it. He's oh. he is a, a marvelous actor, okay. and he is so good at it that I'm just like, ew, you are fucking gross, gross, <laughs> yeah. gross, 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 gross. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody Agreed. else was like, Alan, please, no one would fuck Alan unless they were really drunk at a Christmas party <laughs> and uh, sneezy. No, gross, oh. gross, gross. The priest? No, not Alan at all. The priest. I, I mean, if I if if gun to my head, yes, there is a gun will, to your head. I'll fuck the priest. That, <laughs> okay, sure. Um, but I'm no. not fucking any priest, <laughs> <laughs> and not because I'm religious, but because I don't want to. I don't want to be with somebody who is not even an Italian Catholic. You're not their priest. type, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ouch. I'd fuck the Reagan's daughter before I'd fuck the priest in this episode. Oh, she would seem so bored the whole time. The though. Reagan's daughter. <laughs> I like Patty. That, that might but just be I like, don't like her like that. She had a little Carrie Fisher thing going on. I don't know if it was just the so styling. You said that about before. so many I people. I said that. I, I realize. I feel I like s- I have to start sending you pictures of actual Carrie Fisher. Maybe because I think. It's attitude. She's closer than some of the other ones. She is, yeah. There's like been three. No, I think there's only been two. Mm-hmm. I think this is my second mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. No. no. Is it it's my first guy Ferrari? It <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's celebrate that. Yeah. I would like to celebrate that. Oh, Guy Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> raise, a gla- raise a glass. Raise a glass to Guy Ferrari. I, he's more bangable than Guy Ferrari. Can we please just touch again on the weird exorcist type music that plays in the coin guys <laughs> thing? It's just like, I'm like, wait, don't fuck with me. Don't play that music unless somebody's about to erase a psychic or go <laughs> berserk and start stabbing. Was like, don't do that. Unless somebody's like uh, tying, uh, tying up loose ends. Like, uh, don't yeah. play. <laughs> you know who we could ask? Don fucking Ruse, who is the story editor yeah. now for Heart to Heart. What the hell, Don Ruse? Don Ruse. You got a promotion. Come on. Don. How do we get Don Ruse to talk to us about Heart to Heart? More importantly, how do, uh, how do we talk to Mike D? <laughs> and what, what coin do we have to steal? Heart to Heart. <laughs> what artifact do we have to steal and try to sell to both of them? <laughs> <laughs> to get I them in the same room. To, I think we have to escape season three. Yes. <laughs> and move on to greener pastures of season four and Ooh. really, really double Is... down on on some of the heart to heart zeitgeist. I hope That's it's greener pastures. Life. I know. I'm really I'm 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 excited that season three is ending just because I'm 
very excited to see what happens. Like, I want to see the new hair. Yeah. I want to see the new clothes. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, oh, God, please. Well, it's it's a victory moment for us. We have to do it. I mean, this is a, this is a long series, right? Is it 24 episodes? This season? Yeah. Is that right? Something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. 24. Yeah. 24. So we've got one more episode. Holy left. shit. And then two more oh, seasons. We get to do two seasons. Well, we get but, to do a recap. Yeah. <laughs> I guess before we talk about the next season or the last episode of this season, we should probably rate this episode. That's not a I bad idea. Guess so. Well, if I never, I never do that. <laughs> I'm up. First. If you were to say give this episode a rating of zero to five hearts, Joe, what would you give it? Uh, I'm stuck between a one and a two so i think i'm gonna go 1.5 i just like didn't care about this episode really in any way like it felt like a rehash it didn't feel fun wasn't very exciting it was pretty boring it was pretty slow it was kind of a slog it felt really long so there were very few redeeming qualities for me so 1.5. Take that story editor, Don Roos. Sorry, Don Roos. <laughs> Future guest, Don Roos. Future guest, Don Roos. Future correspondent. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't think I'm going to like challenge Don Roos to a fight or anything uh, in order to try and uh, goad him into being hey, if on that, the podcast. If that's what it takes, I, I, will, I will do that. I'll rewrite his shit all there. day long. <laughs> uh-huh. Um... <laughs> Uh, I give this episode a two. Um, why not a five? <laughs> <laughs> What's lacking? I don't. I just feel like I don't even know what to say about this one. It um, it has some very dark threads running through it that I like, but I needed it to be either like a million percent darker or weirder, or not at all. Mm-hmm. And I think I have to go with not at all. Like if you're gonna have the weird, weirdest men of hench of this season, I need them to be weirder. I need the old man to be murdered just more spectacularly. I need Laura to be even colder, less less emphasis on the blase, more emphasis on like not on like being a sociopath. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need like I just need to be darker. I would I actually would have liked, and it's not in like a all all in rewrite but i sort of mm. could have done with alan being a little shadier yeah 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 because he kind of comes off as like just being like vexed like <laughs> nice guy that just doesn't understand social cues like he kind of has like a little bit of a redemption arc where like you sort of feel like oh alan you're just kind of out of it and gross but mm. you're not bad but I think I would have liked it if they'd like given me a little more time when I would have thought that Alan was evil. Yeah. I guess I just like everything to be dark and evil. That's been established. So there. I gave it a two because it had so many places where it could have doubled down on dark and evil and it didn't do it. Didn't do it. And the carousel did not fly off the axis and kill <laughs> everyone within uh, the immediate vicinity, which admittedly would only be the people on the carousel. And Jennifer, but yeah. whatever. And maybe a child. So, so it's a two. It doesn't ever give me pleasure to give a low rating unless I absolutely fucking hate an episode. But this one is just more of like a disappointed. It's like, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Two. So last episode was one that I was like going to give a one. And then I was, I was 
I yeah. convinced myself that it was great at, after talking about it. <laughs> this is the we absolute, convinced you. <laughs> like this is this is it's not the opposite because when I when I finished this episode tonight, I was like, it was a two. Mm. Now it's a one. I'm oh, giving this a one. Shit. Uh, I it felt like they shuffled the scripts, and this is mm. what they got. And yeah, <laughs> definitely feels there like. was there was tonal aphasia, like like nothing yeah. made any sense. No, mm-hmm. no one, nothing landed. Nothing landed. So it's a one, um, which yeah. which gives this four point five. Oh, heartworm. Heartworm. Major heartworm. This is wormy as fuck. Uh, That's our first heartworm oh. in a while. Isn't it is it? our first heartworm in a long time. It is. Time. Yeah. 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 Not even I can't believe the last episode wasn't a heartworm. Not since Heartbreak oh. Kid. Heartbreak Kid. <laughs> Yuck. I don't even remember what that was. Uh, there was a kid. Yes. Sports adjacent children. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Um, this well, season I I'm looking forward to uh the recap. I think that like for uh this this one was it was complicated. I'm really excited to talk about my favorite characters and favorite villains in my favorite episode. I'm really excited am. to revisit this season as a whole because of doing switching to one episode a week, which we did this yeah. season. Mm-hmm. I don't retain. I'm having I a hard know, time too. retaining like what happened in every episode and who was who mm. and what was what. So I am actually going to give myself homework and go through everything and like go through script. my notes. I'm going to read every script. I'm going to call Don. <laughs> and we're gonna have a little chat. <laughs> gonna go to La Orangeria or La Restaurant. <laughs> we're gonna go to La Orangerie. <laughs> I mean, the few episodes that I super love, I really, really love. Like mm-hmm. they just brought me a lot of joy in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. But there's so much chaff for me this past season. But we've got one more chance, mm-hmm. one more episode. Do what? What is the episode next week, Ellen? Yes, Ellen. What could we possibly be doing next? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's <laughs> it's. Was that, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I I can't understand Didn't what you're understand. saying, Ellen. <laughs> yeah. You have a bad connection. What? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. what? No, Ellen. I'm sorry. We may need to restart the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen. Ellen. What next are we doing week, next? <laughs> we're talking about. Is she glad we a- Wait, asked? Wait, Ellen. Or not? I can't hear you. <laughs> no, I'm not glad you asked. I'm not <laughs> oh my like... god. How do you feel do about you us Jenny asking? She's glad you asked. Oh, Ellen Ooh. feels <laughs> slighted. She's dethroned. <laughs> She's been sister. It's a compliment. It's part of our <laughs> shtick. It's part of our oeuvre. <laughs> Next. <laughs> God. Ouch. Originally airing on May 18th, 1982. The final episode of season three. Wow. Next week, we will be discussing hearts and fraud. <laughs> Heart and fraud? The ha- hearts and fraud. Hearts and fraud. The hearts face a $2 million wrongful death suit. When a fender bender frighteningly accelerates into murder. Ooh, road rage. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what date we recorded the first episode of the podcast? It feels like it's been around a year. Is that right? I'm so uh, glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> what? I, I don't understand you. What? <laughs> I don't follow your meaning. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you say something? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you remind me of Carrie Fisher right now, Joe. <laughs> Whoa, was... You remind me of Guy Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> August 31st. August 26th. <laughs> The story keeps changing. Uh, <laughs> uh, April, April seventeenth. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was, it was August, August twenty sixth, twenty twenty. August twenty sixth. August twenty sixth. Wow. That was our first okay. recording, and then the first release was on September 9th or eleventh. Well, now we know our anniversary, sort of our podiversary. Um. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening. To our second to last episode of season three. Woo! Um, we are in a season three death spiral. We it are. really is crazy. Um, but we'll be back a next week worm. with the final episode of season three. And, and then we're going to um, rip it up. We're going to tear it all down and rebuild it. We're going to yeah. rip it up and start again, oh, as recap. our friend Orange <laughs> Juice said. Orange Juice! Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at ItWasMurderPod. Email us at ItWasMurderPod at gmail.com. Please rate and review us wherever you're listening to this podcast. Send Give us five stars. Minute maxes. Send us your Minute Maxes to Sissel Family Playhouse. We appreciate Send and us salute your fucking and love minute, you. Yes. Minute maxes. Thank you. Um, you are the best ever. Uh, anybody want to give it a go? We will happily air your Minute Maxes. Yeah. Is, Cor- is Corey, are we going to have guests on our season? Oh, uh, who brought up yeah. Corey? I'm sorry, but we <laughs> we don't like bringing up Corey on this we, podcast. I don't like bringing up Corey. <laughs> we don't do that. We don't do that. Um, freeway is now a little boy. Go to bed. Good night, Freeway. <laughs> Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, freeway.